Joe, what do you think Second Guessers is about? Well, I know, all I know is that it's a game show. Okay. So I'm trying to think what the premise of the game show might be. I think it might be like uh, Two Truths and a Lie type situation or like um, that game show at the beginning of Catch Me If You Can. Uh, To Tell the Truth. To Tell the Truth, yeah, where contestants are presented with something that is false and something that is true and they have to decipher what is the true fact, the true statement. Um, And maybe as Mm -hmm. the game goes on, there's more and more false statements and they have to still pick out the true statement. Okay. So I think that's my guess. All right. So I cheated a little bit because I wanted to make... Cheater! Mm. (laughs) So um, I cheated a little bit. what do you know? And then we'll guess from there. So I know that it somehow involves people uh, in... They were at the... um, Orlando airport and then they were at some other event some other outdoor venue and then they apparently have like a thousand people or not a thousand it can't be that much but they have a lot of people inside of a studio audience so I think it's going to kind of let be like a um almost either like a what would you do sort of thing not not the children's show like the dateline or 2020 thing where it's like oh okay you know, so like a social mm. experiment type yeah it's gonna be more social experimenty so they go into a public place and they'll like have a woman crying and it's like how many people stop and mm. ask her if she needs help kind of thing yeah it's gonna be something like that and contestants are going to have to guess how like the percentage of people that stop and help or it might be more like hey we asked a bunch of people this question how many people got it right so th- that's kind of what my thinking is. Do you want to change your guess or? No, no, I stick okay. with it. <laughs> because you are not a cheater. Well, let's find out on this episode of Test Pilots. Cue the theme music. This is the Miami International Airport, where we're going to stop some of these strangers and ask them some very surprising questions. And we'll be sampling other people at the famous Sequarium in Miami. Their on-the-spot ad-lib answers will be picked up in this theater, filled to capacity with more than 1,000 second-guessers, who are here to match wits with our host, Mr. Jack Carter! Well, thank you. Take one part primetime, what would you do? One part sexist questions? Add a little sterling silver tea set, Midnight Cowboys' Brenda Vaccaro, and the excitement of a dead fish, and you've got yourself second-guessers tonight at 9, 8 central. This is Word Salad Radio. This is Test Pilots. I'm your host, Joe Ketchum, and I'm joined today by John Stahl. How's it going, John? Hey, first time caller, long time listener. (laughs) And of course, Andrew Kropel, my co-pilot, Andrew Kropel. How are you doing, Andrew? Uh, This is your co-pilot, I guess. Uh, Uh, Please grab in for turbulence. I always forget, too. Andrew does it. (laughs) This is your... Pilot, I guess. Can I be a stewardess? Like, but one of the aging ones that has to wear the ascot around her neck, <laughs> <laughs> so that her neck flaps don't distract the <laughs> the patrons. Yes. <laughs> you know what, Joe? Yes. How are you? I'm. I'm actually pretty good. We're uh, we're recording this the day after the election. It has not been called yet, but I'm feeling good, feeling optimistic. We'll see how it goes. Wow, that was a real buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're all sitting. I, I, I didn't mean the future, this could be very dated. I mean, we might yeah. be like fighting each other for guzzling no matter- in the wasteland. <laughs> no matter what happens, Joe is very optimistic about whatever happens. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm optimistic that it's going to work out the way I want it to do. He's ready. Either, either it, yeah, well. as I said, 
he is very excited about the turnout of I'm, whatever I'm, I'm happens. excited about whatever happens. <laughs> if he's leading a band of war boys through the desert, he's all good there, too. I mean, it does look like a lot of fun. You jump from car to car on those big poles. Witness me! <laughs> oh, what a, oh, what a lovely day! <laughs> I'm working on my war calls. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I gotta go get my Honda so I can turn it into a uh, big old armored truck. Yep, you know, I'm, strap a giant engine into it, and I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. working on figuring out how to get flames to shoot out of my tuba. Yeah, I need, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook <laughs> oh, Andrew up yeah. to the front of my war rig <laughs> and let him, <laughs> let him announce my coming as the harbinger of Joe with tuba. <laughs> do, 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 no, just do, the Inception do, do, horn. Do, do, do. Just yeah, the Inception. Can you do the blah? <laughs> no, you only you only get Veggie Tales or nothing. <laughs> that means bad things are coming. The the Inception horn. Bad things are afoot. Uh, well, guys, today we're talking about a game show. It's our first game show on test pilots. I feel like this could be a oh, real yeah. goldmine for mm-hmm. uh, for this. That's what we thought too. So we chose it. Nineteen sixty nine's unsold pilots. Second guessers. Oh, From apparently no network. Apparently they they made this and they shopped it around and no network wanted it. So it never really? it, it was it never even made it that far. It was just for some it was, odd reason. It was just filmed for six dollars in a basement somewhere. <laughs> it was in a hotel. Did you watch the yeah. end of the thing? They, yep. It yeah, yeah. The they filmed it at a Miami hotel. Yeah. Yeah. To all of you here in the Elegant Theater at the Hotel Plaza in Miami Beach, the winter home of some band that I didn't know. I didn't bother to look up. <laughs> I actually had to look everybody up. I was like, who the heck is Jack Carter? Because he was the host mm-hmm. of the show. And I was like, who is this? So I stopped it in the middle of the video to go check out who he was. I'm like, oh, he's a very famous comedian. Television, motion picture, stars, actor, author, funny man. Anything else, Jack? No, that's well, about all, but he's a big talent. Is he? I, I didn't look is up he? Jack Carter. So yep, he was... I- he was a well-known comedian. Well, I don't, we'll say not well-known, but he was a known comedian of his day. He did like um, a whole bunch of uh, guest shots on Ed Sullivan. He did okay. Dean Martin's Celebrity Roast like 20-some times. That makes sense. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he's got a bunch of uh, bit kind of parts in movies here and there. But he was known as kind of one of these witty comics. You know, he's, he's always his delivery was really fast, and it's the audience is always, you know, a half second behind him, you know, catching up mm-hmm. like, wait, what did he just say? I bet watching him do celebrity roast would be very uncomfortable. I bet, like, I bet watching those celebrity roasts would be very uncomfortable anyway. But something tells me that his would be particularly rough. <laughs> I should see if they're online and check it out. Uh, oh, I'm think, sure the I think Friars you can Club. watch them on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I know so, they put like all of them on DVD in a big box set a few years ago. And just, who's gonna pile drive through that? It was like I need to see some old celebrity roasts. I believe Jeff owns the set. I believe well, Jeff has them all. Of course, Jeff has everything. Jeff Welcome owns to everything. our new yeah. spinoff episode or a new spinoff podcast. Yeah, new spinoff podcast. The Cookout Celebrity <laughs> Roasts, <laughs> where we go through every episode of the Celebrity Roast and like, ooh, that did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's all. That. Ooh, that's sexist. Ooh, that's racist. The, the title ooh, of the, the title of the podcast is that did not age well. <laughs> Actually, that wouldn't be. Bad because i would love to revisit like revenge of the nerd sometime yeah <laughs> like, Ooh, like a fine milk <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good name for a podcast i'm tming that right now that's copy he's got it he's got yeah. it like milk Beck, y- it's not too late to change your uh, american history museum to that because america's I... aged like a fine milk <laughs> <laughs> i might it sucks i have a email address though ah. oh, okay. if only anyway. if only it were possible to create a new email address 
It's impossible. Good point. At this point. Good point. <laughs> it's never been done before. I mean, mm-hmm. no reason to think it could be done now. So yeah, I was not familiar with Jack Carter, but I was more familiar with Brenda Vaccaro, our, our celebrity guest. The lovely and talented star of Midnight Cowboy, Miss Brenda Vaccaro. The first, mm-hmm. the first of what would presumably be many celebrity guests. Yeah, presumably each episode will have a different celebrity, and we'll we'll get into that later of what you guys you think the, the second celebrity guest would be. I but, thought it was um, a bold he, move to bring uh, a star from Midnight Cowboy on there. Yeah, yeah. a very controversial film in 1969, like uh, X-rated yeah. film. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, what was the only Academy Award film Winner. that's X-rated? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it has since been rated R because. There's nothing mm-hmm. pornographic in it. <laughs> it's right. just a lot of implied homosexuality. Oh, dear. Um, oh, dear. 1969. Sexy mm. year. Sexy mm. year for a sexy film. But even though I've seen Midnight Cowboy, I don't remember her in it. I know her as Joey Tribbiani's mom on Friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like, as soon as I saw her, I was like, she looks so familiar to me. And I had to look her up. It's like, that's Joey's mom from Friends. Yes. Is this another mother showing up on our show? I mean, there were a lot of mothers on the last episode. And I feel I feel like some mother I feel like, yeah, it's common for us to get mothers, like women who went on to star in other things as someone's mother. Granted, that's because when you're an aging actress, that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. In Hollywood. Heaven forbid you get a lead. Um yeah. Heaven forbid. I mean, it happens. You had like uh, Caroline in the City for a uh, middle-aged um, Leah Thompson. Oh, Leah Thompson is timeless, though. Leah Thompson is a timeless, wonderful person who I have met in real life. Really? Lucky yep. Bastard. At a, at a com at a convention. Wow. She was she was her? delightful. Yeah, it was when the the podcast started. I asked her what her guilty pleasure was. So. Did she give you like a real one, or she just kind of? It was a it was a fake. Like oh, just you know cuddling in my pajamas sitting it's around like, like it's like you really you tell me you tell me a movie that you love that everyone hates right now <laughs> or god damn it tell me you like tell, pizza rolls tell you me like you, pizza rolls right no one likes peanut pizza rolls <laughs> i'm gonna throw up in my mouth you, you just almost talking said about penis it. rolls there joe i could tell it was pretty well that's that's what it feels like <laughs> when i eat a pizza roll it's like Gooey someone hot. came in my mouth yeah just junk in your mouth and there's a film just to it like, salty Ugh. fattening garbage in my mouth <laughs> It's wonderful. Thank you very much. <laughs> the the premise of Second Guessers, for anyone who hasn't watched it, which I can't imagine why anyone No, would, there was we'll, only 500 views on the video on well, YouTube well, that you sent me. Three of those were mine. <laughs> two sounds of them like, were mine, by the way. Sounds end. like two were Johnny's. And then I think I had about three. I guess two were mine. I watched it twice, and then I pulled the audio so I can drop audio clips in the episode, like this one. I just say you're going to believe me or your eyes. Or I'm a nudist that dropped in to use the phone. One of those. <laughs> oh, how did you do that right that here i know one. it's amazing right that the was magic great that the magic of the, the future joke about the that's that very flying... sexist joke that you put there yeah <laughs> great now i have to find something specific i can't just do a random oh you can't clip. find specific sexist <laughs> elements of this thing well that's gonna be real tough for you joe <laughs> it's gonna be a real difficult. real just, nail biter just drop any clip so how it works is we have our our host and we have our celebrity guests and we have an a live audience and we have our man in the field whose name i don't remember i think it was his also name jack. Was jack too jack something yeah. jack carter no yeah uh, no, jack carter's host. host it was jack oh, no. clark that's right it was it was, way too close <laughs> i think that's right jack clark um and he was out at the miami international airport in the miami sea aquarium and he was asking people questions and the celebrity 
guest had to guess what their answers would be, like the majority, what the majority answer would be, and then an audience member could agree with the celebrity, Brenda Vaccaro, or disagree, and they would win a prize if they were right. So that's how second guessers worked. The premise is real weird. I, I don't really understand why it would be engaging for the audience to to second oh, guess the celebrity. You could you could feel the excitement in that room. I tell you what, <laughs> I know they really were into the premise. They're like, um, I guess she's right. Yeah, every single one of them agreed with her. By the way, no one no one said yeah. I think Brenda Vaccaro's wrong. She's mm-hmm. full of crap. Well, she was very smart though. You could tell. Yeah, she was. Well, like, she got. She like, got. I think she got all but one right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about that one. I wrote all the questions down. Yeah, we, we're going to oh, talk about all the here. questions because I don't know oh, what yeah. else to talk about. <laughs> well, that's the yeah. whole premise of the show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I don't really have anything else to talk about other than the questions and other how than people how responded many times to them. Can Jack Carter touch Brenda? <laughs> oh man! And not only would he touch her, which you know, given 1969, he could have done a lot worse. He could have been like kissing her and like <laughs> on stage and been like, yeah. oh, "That's fine." Yeah. But what bothered me about both of them was like they were both hunched over the yeah. podium. Stand up straight, you fucking idiot. They were like they were <laughs> like, kind of like slouching and lounging into it. It was like it needed to be chairs. If they're going to do that, yeah. they just needed comfortable mm-hmm. chairs where they could kind of Yeah, that would have worked in. just fine. Yeah. yeah. Sit in a chair mm-hmm. and talk to each other and talk to the audience and go to the video clip and yeah, but they were like constantly leaning over and she was doing it because he was doing it and he's like twiddling his he's like he can't stand still and he can't plant his feet and just stand up straight and host a show and he that, couldn't hear for crap oh, oh yeah like when people come up and say their name yeah he's like like what's that what's the name what's the name what's, what was your name again what, what's what, your name uh, penny oh it's george penny. oh okay Levine, <laughs> close, Levine, close enough what is your name honey? jerry levine Jane. Jerry. Jerry. Levine. Jerry Levine. Levine! I knew you when you were Levine. And then as a host, he's not personable. No. Like, you didn't, you didn't like, want to be this guy's friend. You didn't want to come and talk to him. You felt like you were going to get insulted. Because he's, he's like that quick, sharp-witted comic. Mm-hmm. So he's Which... throwing barbs at you, or, or every woman that comes up to say her name he's like oh yeah you're lovely 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 blue eyes tall lady there oh yeah mm. Love, lovely like, tall blonde yeah it's like immediately about how they look immediately about how they look. yeah which Ooh. given 1969 not super surprising yeah and given 1969 i kind of doubt the women were that offended because that's the culture they're raised in oh yeah i, I got a mm-hmm. note about a, a woman who during one of the questions she she says i'm a very predictable specimen i was like wait what are you a lab <laughs> I don't remember that one. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to the question. I wrote down some of the bananas things that came out of that. Oof. Do you want to Do you want to jump into the first question? Sure. Why don't yeah, we jump right into it. the first question? All right. Who's got it written the, down the, fir- the first question is... Now, our roving reporter, Jack Clark, asked a sample group of five women, five married women at the Sequarium, whether they would forgive their husbands for being unfaithful to them. So then the, the premise is that, that uh, Brenda then has to like come up with would would five at least the majority of women forgive their husband if they'd been unfaithful? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, all of all of these questions are yes or no. So. Um, no, no, they're not. Or it's Ooh, binary. They're they're pretty much yes or no, but they did play with the format a little bit, which I appreciated. So we'll get into that. But oh, yeah, yeah mostly mostly it was a yes no question that the majority mm-hmm. of people we had to guess the majority's answer. And and she spends quite a while kind of thinking about the question and kind of talking mm-hmm. it out. And then for what? the first one, she said, no, no, that, that women would not forgive their husbands, but they probably wouldn't leave either, which was an interesting kind of add on to the 
mm-hmm. yeah. to the question. She added that herself. Where she's like, she added ah. that herself. But the the idea and, and some of the women even said, like, I would I would just stay with him and torture him forever, but I would not forgive him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, well, one of the women said, yeah, I would I would stay with him, but I'd make his life miserable. So the guy was like, oh, so you'd forgive him? You'd, you'd forgive your husband? She's like, no, no, I would not forgive him. <laughs> that is that is not what that meant. That's not what I no. meant by that at all. <laughs> That's not forgiveness. <laughs> and pretty much they were all, all of them, all the women they talked to who have those. And I mean, they are like stereotypical 1960s, like big uh, hair. I felt like uh, I was watching. Bouffants. Um, yeah, they were bouffants, like a uh, hairspray style mm-hmm. hair. Yeah, you watch the 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 musical hairspray. Yeah. Like um, I was getting laughing vibes. Oh yeah, laughing man! I haven't seen that in a long time either. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I could have uh, could have used more dancing. It's like do a little dance <laughs> for us, sweetheart, and then tell me if you'd forgive your husband <laughs> or somebody <laughs> just popping in, you know, like on a little <laughs> door, like yeah, we need a little like to me, baby. A dancer transition in between that's when, we what go, it when we go to commercial. <laughs> and, Maybe and, that's yeah, what that special message of interest was. Oh, we did just <laughs> the special messages where they cut there, the commercial. There were there were messages of interest. Yeah, when we were. <laughs> messages of interest, which is a weird way of phrasing it, isn't it? When they cut to commercial yeah. break, Oof. I'd never well, heard that phrase before. Or again, right? So it's 1969. <laughs> Not a phrase that ever stuck around. But yeah, all the women yeah. were like, no, no, I wouldn't forgive him. Mm-hmm. No, I would do things that I can't tell you on television to him. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, so that's a no then. Yeah. <laughs> it raises the question, if you guys were cheated on by your significant other and they told you and they confessed and they apologized, would you forgive them? They never turn that question around to the men. They don't ask oh, that. Oh, no. They... they don't. Well, I'm turning it around on uh-huh. you guys. Oh, would I? Oh, yes. Actually, I was going to ask you guys that question because, oh, man, like, at... I'm single. You two are both married. But, so... like, hy- hypothetically, if you're married, Andrew, and your wife oh. cheats on you and she comes to you and t- tells or you. Or husband. Don't lock him in. Or husband. I'm sorry. Or I'm, I apologize, Andrew. I mean, it's. I did not mean to assume your sexuality, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Or goat. Or goat. <laughs> or goat. <laughs> Some people like goats. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I, I don't now support that, that because goats legal, can't it's... consent. It's, it's inevitable that... that bestiality will become legal, yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, no. Andrew's hard pass, like, would you stay yeah. with her or would you divorce her? Oh, God, her? no. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't stay with her. <laughs> this is hard because I I, have, I was in a long-term relationship for a while and, and I did get cheated on and it it sticks with you and and I don't know if I could. It would be very hard to trust again after that. Mm-hmm. That's because that's the thing for me is the trust. It is. Mm-hmm. And and my my mentality about cheating is it's usually when you get cheated on, the person who's doing the cheating is thinking I can either get away with it cuz they know it's going to hurt you, right? So they're like, yeah. "Well, if I can just keep it secret, then it's fine." That's that's the part but that But in this but like, in this scenario she confesses. She's like, "But why would she confess?" But she does because she's too guilty. She feels she's too guilty. So, so she guilty confesses. about it. Well, yeah. Maybe I, there would be some therapy involved in there. A lot of therapy about why did you do this? Yeah, because g- given the scenario, I don't know that I could forgive Amanda because I couldn't. I couldn't trust her again. But the the caveat is like if she just came to me and said that she wanted to sleep with someone else, I'd probably be cool with that. You, if she was upfront about it, like, look, this is a thing. Yeah. Maybe a one like, time. Yeah, it's like I'm very attracted to this person. I can't explain it. I feel like this is going to happen. And we talked about it. And it's like, I, I think I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'd be okay with it the other way around, but I would be okay with it her way, <laughs> probably. You, you could deal with it that way. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if she cheated and went behind my back and lied and kept it from me, then that's a whole other issue. Yeah, it's the betrayal mm-hmm. of trust. It's the unfaithful part. part. 
So yeah, yeah, they asked they asked three of these women, and immediately the three women said no, wouldn't forgive him. So uh-huh. that was our answer. And then boom, they don't even do the other two. So as soon as yeah. they hit the majority, they just whatever, yeah. cut it off there. But but there were there was a weird there were weird sexist comments that the host made in this section where he's like, you know, you know, I haven't been caught yet. I haven't been caught yet. I'm. <laughs> Um, he which, was married or, three times like in his a, life. I a thousand percent, he fooled around on all of his wives. I guarantee oh, yeah. it. No, yep. no mm-hmm. doubt in my mind. I, I uh, bet he didn't even try to stay faithful. Something that shows like how time has changed too is Brenda. She was like, "Where else would they go? Where else would oh, the yeah, women go?" Yeah. Like, I don't think they would leave uh, them because where are they gonna go? What are they yep. gonna do? And, and there's like a chuckle the in the time. crowd. I mean, they certainly wouldn't pack their bags and leave and go somewhere. Where are they gonna go? Very Oof. much of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, which ironically joey's mom gets cheated on and she stays with him even though she knows about it like the whole time whoa yeah so there you go Whoa! what did what Little. did the person win on this i didn't write who oh, that was I forgot. Uh, it was a television it was a television oh yeah set. damn 1969 mm-hmm. a color television i don't remember if they said color but mm-hmm. i think it was yeah a color. yeah television. that was I watched this like a few weeks ago and I only got through the first question because I had more stuff I had to do. And then, so I watched it again this morning and I saw the the beginning at the end. I, I made sure I wrote down all the prizes this time because there's something I want to point out Good. when we get to one of the prizes. <laughs> but, um, but I know which one. For, uh, for our second question. Now our reporter asked five married women how much weight their husbands have gained since they got married. Oh. You think that the total weight gained by five husbands will be 100 pounds? So that was mm-hmm. a little play on the, the format. Yeah, I forgot about that one. And and well, But it gets to the general the theme of like that the women are cooking and the men are eating more yeah, food. Yeah, it's, it's all about She's... gender roles and all oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they don't ask the women if they've gained weight since getting married. Nope. Oh, th- that one was pretty funny, though, the, the go down the line of women. Because they were married... all pretty much universal. Like, yeah, he, he's he's gotten heavier. I think I think they assumed that the answer would be yes easily, but then they added the hundred pound thing to make it a little bit more of a I don't know if between five men they gained a hundred pounds, so that gave it a little leeway. But the, I still think it's bullshit because the last woman said her husband gained ten pounds in a week. She'd been married yeah, a week and he's gained ten oh, pounds. Yeah. She lied. I think to get I think them up she, to hundred because because the the reporter in the field said, "Oh, we need ten more pounds," and she said, "Yeah, I think he's gained about ten pounds." So she, yeah. he like led the witness on it. Oh yeah, and it was like, "Wait, ten pounds in a week?" Like, "Yep, yep." Mm-hmm. Well, there you have mm-hmm. it. I, I guess it tracks. I guess bullshit. Yep. I call bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I like the one woman was like, uh, she'd been married like a f- number of years. She's like he started out as a, a little tiny petite thing. Now he's uh, fifty five pounds heavier. <laughs> yeah, she like, had she had like damn. a British term for it. It's like he's gained a full stone or something like that. She right. said he was a small petite nine when I married him. And now he's what? Ah, uh, he man fifty. Like, where are you from? And so yeah, every everybody is married. They always do like mm-hmm. a bunch of "Are you married?" People. There's other ones where I think they uh, there was they the last to single people. The last, the last question they talked to single, single girls. One. Yeah, but all yeah. the other ones are married. Oh, oh yeah, and and I got some notes here because. The guess, so uh, Brenda says yes. She thinks that, that out of the five but, men, you're going to get 100 pounds. So then they call Roberta Fishman. That's the woman who stands up and has to be the second guesser. And she, she agrees, of course, yes. So the host, Jack, he starts going in on her about like, so is your husband? Your husband, he's getting, he's getting some weight since he's been married. Has he gotten a little bit heavier? And, and uh, she's like, yes, yes, he's gotten a little bit heavier. Oh, hey, Tubby, you're getting, getting fat over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, is that the fellow there? <laughs> Hi, Tubby. Oh, Damn, dude, settle down. <laughs> Cold-blooded. 
Cold-blooded Jack Carter. Well, I could see why he was on Celebrity Roast. <laughs> yeah, that's his brand. He's on brand. <laughs> so, yes, Brenda was right. The second guesser was right. So she won a movie camera. Which was yeah. pretty cool, right? So we've got a uh-huh. TV and a movie camera outright. TV, a TV mm-hmm. and a movie camera. But the, 1969, the next so like, this is pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next one I really want to talk about. It's it's <laughs> it's not my so, epiphany one, but it was a funny one. So, But first, we have the message of interest. The message yeah. of interest. <laughs> message of interest. <laughs> Oh, God. Which, like, which wasn't in the YouTube video because this never aired. <laughs> like, they never had yeah. to actually go to commercial. Well, I thought it was going to be, like, some sort of, like, blurb that they were going to have, like, the man on the street say something or ask a question to people. Oh, oh that, that would have been, been a good idea. idea. Like, when they return, they would give the answer Kind of come or back to like that. that. Uh-huh. Or just, like, ask more random people the questions that we just watched to get more answers and just engage mm-hmm. with more people. That would have been good. Yeah. Or see the other two people that, you know, like in some of them you didn't get to see. Oh, man, you're making a better show than they made. <laughs> not that hard. Um, <laughs> no. No, it was not. Oh, wait. I didn't ask you guys if you've gained weight since you. Johnny, did you gain weight since you got married? You but feel like you've that's about not the fair. Same? I don't ever gain weight. <laughs> I've, I've been consistent. I gained my freshman five after high school, and I've sat there ever since. Oh, you lucky bastard. Well, I'm, I am I use the phrase, I'm I'm uh, white trash skinny. So that's that's what I that's what I do. I, you know, eat whatever garbage I want. You know, I stay about the same. I could eat ice cream every night. You know, I'm giving myself diabetes and cardiovascular <laughs> disease. I mean, that's still an underlying <laughs> issue. <laughs> but on the surface, I look pretty good. I've actually gained, uh, lost quite a bit of weight since getting married. Yeah, you and Amanda, you guys worked hard. Amanda's lost a ton of weight since we got married. I don't know what she's down total, but it's got to be like... 60 pounds. Wow. Good Something for her. like that. Yeah, she's doing great. Um, and I'm down, I think I'm down like 25, 20 since we got married. But So you've been uh, better for each other. Yeah, I don't know if I'm down since we first started dating, but since we got married, which is the question, I've definitely lost weight. Is she cooking for you, Joe? Is she making good, move? Is she making she, good food? She makes the good food. Terrible, terrible cook. Terrible cook, so you guys are just eating <laughs> like raccoons. <laughs> no, she's a very good cook, which is why I kept gaining weight for the first like four years of our relationship, and it's just recently that we've got it under control. Okay, next question. Jack Clark got five married guys together at the Miami airport, and he asked them whether their wives knew exactly how much money they earned each week. Oh, this one was brutal. Yeah, it was rough. Oh, yeah. It was brutal. And and uh Brenda says no. She's like, "No, nah, I think they I don't think I don't think the women know. They're they're skimming." It feels it. like it feels like mm-hmm. she should have guessed yes based on some of her other answers because like right. her whole thing is like their wives are going to see this. So why would why would how they you admit, hide your paycheck? Yeah, yeah, why would you admit that they don't know how much money you're making on television? My well, God. you see, thankfully they never saw this. Sm- Women aren't smart enough to understand <laughs> money oh, okay. things, right? Money I, for, things. I forgot about that. I forgot that women just are naturally not intelligent. Oh, you forgot Wait. about that, Joe. So I, the, did forget, uh, I did forget that, which makes well, me ironically less intelligent. What so the, was so it? So the, the second oh. guesser was Harry Cohen, who I assume is Michael Cohen's father. It must be, yes. <laughs> must be. That makes sense. Was this for like a real tall, dapper guy? Oh, he no, it was a kind of a bigger guy. Suit. Yeah, he was yeah, kind of it was, a, it was a bigger guy, yeah. Yeah, with a weird checkered flannel not flannel but it was you know it's he, he looks like a car salesman time. yeah yeah and his answer was no and they asked him you know does does your wife know how much you make and he, it's like you fat bastard <laughs> 
He's like, nope, no, she doesn't. So I think I think they're right. And most of the men that they asked in the yeah. field agreed, except one oh. guy said that she knows everything down to the penny. Because yeah, the he sailor, brings... they had a sailor yeah. who's been married yeah. like eight like, days he, or something. She gets the check and she deposits it. She knows every penny I make. I but like, there were a lot of people and... who like had like tip jobs, and there are other people who like they controlled yeah. the finances. And Honestly, like, no, my wife doesn't know. The bartender, he said, like my wife knows everything but the tips, but something yeah. tells me he doesn't know the tips either. That's just money he puts in his pocket and he spends yeah. it as he wants. But that's not mm-hmm. the question. The question is, does your wife know everything you make? And if he just he takes the tips and throws them in a jar somewhere, then she neither of them know. know how much he makes, but she doesn't know. Which I'll yeah. give it to the interviewer. He pressed that guy on that. Because mm-hmm. the guy's yeah. like, well, yeah, he knows what you know. He knows what to make. Even the tips? So she doesn't really know. No, she controls the money in the household, though. But she doesn't know. Not exactly. Well, you know. And he's like, well, maybe, Even maybe the not tips? those. Well, not those. So then she doesn't know. So he he's really interested in getting the the hard fact of the matter. He was. I was I was saying he <laughs> pressed him on it. He could have easily been given him a pass like, oh, the tips, you know, that comes whatever. But for a tip job like a bartender, that could be a significant amount of money. He's yeah. kind of laying yeah. on the side. It it could really be. Yeah. And she Mostly, must know that he gets tipped. Like she must know that. Just she doesn't know the exact amount. Well, you see, women aren't allowed in bars. So she doesn't understand the concept of tipping. Of, of tipping. Well, well, oh, why okay. would a woman want to go to a bar? A, a fine, upstanding woman has no business in a bar. That is for yeah. seedy, low-life lady. men. Yeah, a lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lady has no place in a bar. Yeah, unaccompanied. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and and what did Harry Cohen get for his correct answer, Joe? <laughs> he got a sterling silver tea set. Let's cut to the airport. <laughs> sterling silver tea. He was so visibly disappointed. Which which is a totally fine prize. Like, I would be happy to get a sterling silver tea set. I drink tea. I like tea. But what was really funny to me was Brenda Vaccaro's reaction to him getting a a tea set. And she's like, a tea set? What's he going to do with that? He's going to make fucking tea, Brenda. (laughs) Melt it down to fight werewolves. Duh. (laughs) Think about it, though. Like, the previous... Prizes were like a color television in 1969 and a movie camera. And yeah, they were, they were still the seat set. They were decent. They were decent prizes. Like we can't give away three decent prizes in a row. We're blowing through our decent prizes. Mm-hmm. We got to give yeah. out this this tea set that cost us like thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think a sterling silver tea set is a little bit pricey. It but could have been a pricey prize. It just was seemed out of that's place. That's why I for said thirty two. bucks. That's a lot in 1969. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Much those the other tips. things were like two hundred, three hundred dollars. Well, uh, the camera was probably yeah. the the TV probably was around a hundred. Would be I have no guess. idea what that would have cost in nineteen sixty nine. I have mm-hmm. no idea. I'm kind of trying to figure out like based on paycheck. I mean, it would be it would be significant. Those would be mm-hmm. really good prizes. I think back in the day. Yeah, those are decent prizes. Um, but I feel like the the tea set was a step down from the first two prizes because they <laughs> oh, yeah. gave they gave out two decent prizes already. I'm like, okay, well, give them this tea set. <laughs> well, I feel like the the prizes should have been like a pooled prize, or you know, like you could pick from, right? Give the sure. second guessers a little more than just like you're up for a sterling silver <laughs> tea set, I guess. And then it was like, here's your options. You can pick yeah. option A well, or that- option B. That would have uh, that that gets into a little bit of my theory with the next prize. Okay. Um, but the but the question is, Johnny, does your wife know how much money you make? Oh yeah, she has access to my bank account. We have a shared bank account, so she literally can see every paycheck. Yeah, I don't have yeah. anything coming on oh. the side. My gigolo money all comes right into the paycheck. <laughs> you know, cam money. Um, yeah, the only thing that 
like we have the shared bank account and obviously all my checks go right into that direct deposit. So she knows how much I make from work. But I do make a little bit of extra money from tutoring and selling stuff online that goes into my PayPal. So she doesn't know how much I make there. Oh, Joe. Oh. So I do I do have a little bit of secret, little slush secret money. money. A, little, a, little a little secret slush money. Sliding around money, huh? <laughs> a little, little, you know, in case she leaves me money. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need some I need to land on my feet. What about Andrew? Do, does everybody know what you make? Yes, because it's zero. Excellent. You got no, a job. Uh, you make the yeah, money. No, I I make the money. If you had a wife, would she know every penny you oh, make? Oh God, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't see. Any yeah, I, I don't. We we would have to know that probably because we need to survive. <laughs> we ha- we have friends that they have they don't they're married but they don't share their finances it's like they mm-hmm. they each make what they make and it goes into their own separate accounts and they like split the mortgage or whatever yep. like their mm-hmm. roommates it's really weird to us like what what i could see me doing though is we have a shared account and maybe a separate account that we have for like this is fun money for andrew okay you know sure, like, yeah but what's like in there is what's in there you know yeah but... uh, like that's you basically do... what my paypal is is like yeah I, exactly. I sold my stuff i did my little tutoring like that's money mm-hmm. i can spend on, on me uh-huh that way you don't end up taking money away from important things and right like there are things where it's like i want to buy a game i shouldn't have to ask my wife can i get a game honey i have my own account <laughs> with my own stuff yeah, and you don't really or, have to ask. And mm-hmm. yeah. Or and that's also good for gifts. Like Yeah, it is really handy for gifts. Like Amanda doesn't have right. a secret gift fund for me, so she has to <laughs> When you see Amazon charges show up. Yeah. There, oh, it's a it's a for me. Okay. So I, I like surprises so I don't peek, but I know when yeah, things happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Um, I mean, yeah, the, I, I don't the, know if we're talking about the same couple, but I know a couple like that as well where they're separate bank accounts, all their finances are separate, but it's because the husband's student loans are in forbearance. Oh, okay. And so if anybody ever comes to collect on the student loans, all they can do is get his bank account. Yeah. Uh, no, it's that's... a couple here in Chicago that we Okay, know. so then we're talking And maybe about they have a situation like that. Maybe that's something like yeah, that. Yeah, where he, his name isn't on the mortgage. His name isn't on like any of the main accounts. He's got his own separate account where his checks come into. So if they ever garnish his wages, all they can ever get is his finances. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, Amanda owned a house. The mortgage was just in my name because her debt really dragged down how much of a Credit loan rating. we could get. Yeah, we did, we did do stuff like that, but our our finances were still all joined together. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's um, logical reasons to do it, other than being a piece of garbage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys they were like, no, that she doesn't know, she doesn't, she need doesn't to know. know, she doesn't they, they were know. so late stage capitalism. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. what's so causing us to. Slug. It was crap. <laughs> if you think this last question was sexist, the next question's even better. Oh yeah, I like this one a lot. Funny Jack Clark out of the airport talked to a sample group of five husbands, and he asked them if they were single again, would they marry the same girl? (laughs) Now, Brenda, she spent a lot of time walking through her logic on this one, because she was Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, it's their choices, and so if he says no to this, then he's going against his own choices, and men are confident about the choices they make. Plus, their wives will see it, and they can't say, Mm -hmm. they can't admit that they would not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This would be on TV, and so you'd be admitting that you made a bad choice to your your wife, so she said, no, they would stay with the same same woman. (laughs) Ooh, that was uncomfortable. Some of this is a little bit of a technicality, but it's no, it's not good. 
Oh no. Yeah. And it was like the the way the interviewer phrased it too. He phrased the question to the men a little oddly as well. He's like, no strings attached, you know, things things just, you know, it's ended, it's over, you know, there's no strings attached. Would you be with the same woman again? Yeah, basically if you had had the decision to make over again, would you date the same woman, marry the same woman? And uh uh well, you can probably bet at this point it it does not go well. <laughs> but the way it goes badly is just just <laughs> terrible. So the first guy's like well, I'd probably celebrate. That's how I'd start. I'm celebrating. Start swinging all over again. Probably celebrate a while, but I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, there's a there was a lot of I would date around. Yeah. I would I would uh, celebrate. I would go hang out with the guys. I would do all this stuff that I can't do with the old ball and chain, weighing me back. And he's like, "Well, but the, do you think he'd end up with her again?" Nope, I don't think I'd get married again. That was the first yep. guy. There yeah. was a there was actually a few guys who said there I would not marry at all. Three again. of them. That's what yeah. ends it. But yeah, then the next mm-hmm. guy, he's like. Uh, you're like, well, I'd, I'd have to do what that gentleman over there would do. And I, I would celebrate. And like, well, would would you get married again? That was the interviewer. Mm-hmm. No, I'd probably go back to swinging. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. just, you just admitted that on TV? Just get as much strange yep. as possible. I'd just be banging everything and everyone <laughs> I could. The third guy was decent. Yeah. Well, the, well, third, well, the third guy said he would marry, or the second or third guy said he would marry the same woman again because his wife was standing right behind him. He like yeah. He admits uh-huh. that. He said, I'd probably party and celebrate a little bit too, but afterwards, yeah, I, I think I'd end up with the same woman again. Like, yeah. is she back behind you right here? That she is. <laughs> <laughs> is, your, is your wife here? Yep, she's right behind me. There you go. <laughs> she's got a gun to my back. <laughs> but then the last so, guy, same thing. Yeah. And he waffles a while. He's like, well, I don't know if I would or not. Maybe. And, and the interviewer, like I said, to his credit, he presses him. He doesn't let him get away with a wishy-washy maybe. He's like, yes or no? You got to give me a yes or no. Would you end up? He's like, I probably wouldn't get married again. I feel like these uh, these guys are overestimating their appeal to women as they've gotten older. They're like, mm-hmm. man, when I was single, I could get anyone I wanted. And now they've been married for however long. And a couple of them are like, yeah, I'd go out there and swing and date a lot and celebrate. It's like, yeah, I don't think that's going to work out for you, sir. <laughs> I think you're going to be well, a lonely eating dinty more beef stews in your empty apartment. Yeah, well, that I think, sounds more like your brand. I think they were saying the question was if you could go back in time it was, well i mean the way it was phrased was weird because it was like if you woke up tomorrow and you were single would you go seek out the no same strings attached her again yeah, yeah would you go well in that case yeah those are dumb questions yeah like, like you, those guys are dumb it is kind of different if yeah. you if you went back to like the moment you met your wife would you do would you ask would her out again date the same do, woman date her again marry her again turns out yeah mm-hmm which is a different question, an interesting question. So, guys. Uh-oh. Ha-ha, <laughs> ah. ah, I get to ask the question. <clears throat> um, Which tomorrow. version of the question are you asking? Is it, uh, is it the go-back-in-time question or the I wake up tomorrow and I'm no-strings-attached single? I'll ask both, but we'll start off with wake up tomorrow, no-strings-attached. Well, I think I would I would party a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> Go out and celebrate? <laughs> Go out and celebrate that I'm Swing no a longer married. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would no. do. I'd be pretty... I think it'd be pretty damn lonely. It's the yeah, COVID I, times, man. I don't have anybody else here but my kids. That's a really good point. It's like, if we wake up tomorrow, it's still COVID. There's no way I'm dating. <laughs> There's no way I'm going out. I still out. have no children. Dating. I still have two kids I got to take care of. <laughs> I think the yeah, question the, presumes the she has the kids. The, the question just kind of assumes she takes the kids and you're single by yourself. Well, they're the strings that but are But does attached. she leave her underwear and clothes behind? <laughs> this is very interesting. <laughs> of course, I think I know the answer to both of these questions. Yeah, uh, it, 
I would I would seek Amanda out and redate her and re remarry her. And if we went mm-hmm. back in time to like the moment, like our, the date of our first date, I would still go through it. But if you're talking about like starting the life over, that becomes more complicated. Like if I start my life over from the beginning, knowing what I know now, I do a lot of things differently, and I have no idea if I would end up in nearly the same situation. So that's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Would you get Would you get a engineering major rather than English? No, I'm pretty happy with my job and my English major. I'd probably. Um, get into writing earlier and try to actually support myself writing earlier. Now I'm just terrified to try that. <laughs> so that would be very different. Probably take it, take a little more leaps is what you would say. You'd, you'd go out on a limb a little bit more. Yeah. Cause I mean, knowing what I know now as a child, I would be like a writing prodigy as a kid. It's true. If you could take oh, yeah. the knowledge of an adult back to a child, you know? Yeah. If I had my life to do over with that, with what I know, then that's something to reckon with. I mean, and then I'm da- and then I'm dating supermodels. I'm marrying Scarlett Johansson. You know, so anything because <laughs> I know she's out there. I know that this woman, Scarlett Johansson, will exist. Hey, if if Colin Jost can get Scarlett Johansson, then like a, a child prodigy playwright could get her. <laughs> she, <laughs> must have, she just must have very low self esteem. I I'm, I I I have no other explanation for the Colin Jost Scarlett Johansson coupling. That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh my goodness. But I, well, I, yeah, I take I take your point that just the fear of failure should not be the thing that holds you back. Yeah, I, I got I and I am writing more these days and I do need to actually put it out there. But in terms of like, would I marry Amanda again? Absolutely. Let me tell you the fear of failure. Sometimes you should follow that. <laughs> it's crippling. <laughs> as, as, as someone who tried, follow it. <laughs> Whether you Sometimes. think you can or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> but you, but you're probably wrong <laughs> like you, you you shouldn't do it for every success get, there are hundreds of failures no not hundreds thousands um <laughs> get a degree pass andrew get a degree in economics like you wanted to <laughs> this is not to pass andrew if you're listening yeah. the time this podcast should somehow fall to your lap in the, yeah. in the past uh-huh. through a wormhole or somehow mm. you don't like children enough to teach just get a degree in economics andrew you'll love it Make some kind of <laughs> crazy financial instrument that destroys the world. That's how it yeah. actually ends, as Andrew creates an even yeah. worse version of the uh, financial meltdown of 2008 by getting his degree in economics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe time oh. travelers have already fucked you Andrew, and, <laughs> yeah, maybe, and screwed maybe. your ability to get your economics degree. And, Andrew's going to be would. the next Hitler, and time travelers have just been fucking with him his entire life to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> God, that could be kind of a good story where this guy's kind oh, of. Oh, God, like, that oh, would man, be a I hilarious so many story. Things, they're like, here, you have you tried this video game? You're oh, like, my. Oh, that sure. is our. Just, man, that is a really fun idea. It's like everyone does the, you know, if you were, if you could travel in time, would you kill Hitler? Like, what if you just go back and fuck with Hitler? <laughs> right, right. You're like, what if you just ruin his entire life and give or, him all these mental or you're health like, issues? These paintings are amazing. I think you should really pursue your art. I will pay you a thousand dollars for these five paintings right now. Go do that. Go run off to Vienna. Go be a painter. There's, there's not enough conflict in that. I would go back and just torture him. <laughs> all right, next question. Okay, now we want to give the women equal time. So Jack Clark found five married women at the Miami airport and asked them if they would marry the same man again at the same time in their lives. Now, that's a little different. So that's kind like of removing some really of that ambiguity. weird turn on the last yeah. question. So, so I, this, I, this is actually go back in time and you have the same decision to make over again. Do you marry the same man? This, at the to same me, time, was right? yeah. the most sexist question of them all. Especially because, when you compare it to the last one. Because they make the assumption that, oh, of course, the woman would want to marry again. And the same, right. Mm-hmm. She's going to marry, and, and mm-hmm. she's going to be in the position to marry the same man, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, 
Yeah. It's not like she gets to play around. It's not like she's no strings attached anymore. It's like, you're going mm. to get oh. married again. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like, if she goes mm. back in time, there that maybe the implication is this is her only shot at this man. If she wants to go out and celebrate and be single for a while, that man's going to be gone. And oh no, mm-hmm. but she has to, so like on the spot right mm-hmm. now. But whereas the man is given the leeway to like, yeah, you're single. You can go do whichever you want. And the assumption then is that the woman's still going to be waiting for him as he's out partying. But, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter for them because they all said they wouldn't marry again, period. Most of them mm-hmm. said, no, I'm not getting married again. I'm like, that mm-hmm. is a bad choice. And where yeah, most you're, of you're not the thinking wives... that through, sir. <laughs> and Oof. so this one, we got to hear all five. Yeah, they yeah, it, it, came, the it came right down to the end. This is uh-huh. This is what's interesting to me because I didn't mention it with the last one. But the prize, if the second guesser got the last question right, was a three-day cruise to Nassau. And that's when it occurred to me that if the prize is really amazing, he's definitely going to get it wrong. Oh. So when, with this question, the prize was like a radio tape player. I was like, oh, he's definitely going to get it right. So when it came down to the last person, I was really surprised. Like the first two people both said, yes, I would marry the same person. I was like, oh, I guess I, my theory is wrong. He's going to get this crappy – he's not going to get this crappy uh, – radio tape prize player. it is it is more on the up and up and then the other three women all said no and they were right mm-hmm. it's like god called it <laughs> knew he was gonna get it right <laughs> I, I i love how the first woman who said no she was like no i i wouldn't marry the same guy yeah <laughs> like no i wouldn't do this like well, one of them was like no. yeah i would do i would do this one of them said like yeah i would pick this guy again i dated around a lot and yeah there were, there were a lot of guys him. so yeah, when she got to the guy she married, she was sure. That was that was a good answer. Like that was an yeah. acceptable answer to that question. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like you know, when that... when I when I married this person, I was sure that I like I I had lived my life, I had dated around, I had had my mm-hmm. experiences, and then I was ready to settle down. And this is the person I was looking for, and I married them, and I was sure. It's like that's mm-hmm. a great oh. answer. <laughs> then the second person they got to, uh, she was like, I would marry the same person, just not at the same time. Yeah, that was an I interesting think, answer. And she was like, no, the second person was a yes. The first two well. people were both yeses. Yep. And then the, yep. Yeah, so the, she was like, yeah, you know, I, knows. yeah. The third person was the no, I, I'm stuck in a loveless marriage. Yeah, there was, there was some like, nope. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, you wouldn't. Uh, and and well, like, he sounds surprised. Like, the interview yeah. was like, oh, well, oh, you, you, you wouldn't want the same tubby, fat, yeah. misogynistic, probably hiding money bastard? <laughs> well, she was like, no, I, I don't think I would. And he was like, the guy asking the questions was like, oh, so you wouldn't marry him at the time that you did? And she was like, no, I wouldn't marry him. I just him. wouldn't marry him. Would you wait? Or would you be a different guy? A different guy. A different guy. I'll see you in Superior Court later. And then he was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Next person. <laughs> well, especially if you put them in context with the last questions. Like, mm-hmm. so, so far, he's cheating. He's hiding money and he's he's gaining weight. Why? <laughs> why would on. you stay? Why would you want to stay with him? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're expected to. That's the other thing. <laughs> and then the other two women were like, "No, I wouldn't marry at the same time. I'd want a little bit more time, but yes, yeah. I would end up marrying the same person." But the, it was still a no because they wouldn't do it at the same time. Yeah, this was a two part. All the other questions were a straightforward one part. This had two conditions to it. Which was interesting. It had, it had the double condition that it had to be the same man at the same time. I also like that uh, this was the one that Brenda answered immediately. She was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's like, yeah. didn't even have to think about it, didn't have to reason through it. It's like, there's no way. What do you think the majority of them said? No. 
Boy, I've heard of a no, but that's that's a definite possibility. Absolutely no. <laughs> so she's pretty smart. I gotta say, I found mm-hmm. her very and uh, very interesting. Person. I like her. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. Her. She was good. Which begs the question, Johnny. Oh yeah. Do you th- do you think Chris would marry you again if she ha- at the same time in her life? I think so because I mean I got married kind of. I'm not going to say later in life, but I mean, in my late 20s. And she was in her mid-ish 20s, rolling into that. And, and I feel like she's dated around. So you're saying the fruit, the fruit was starting to, to wilt and the, the clock was starting to tick. She had to and... jump onto something, and so she, she hitched her <laughs> she, wagon to her. She had to dance with the, the date which brought her. <laughs> <laughs> her. Her pool had diminished significantly, and I was... Her, the best her of stock, what's left. Her stock was plummeting. Right, right. I was the best of what's left, and so she, you know, she, she climbed on. <laughs> Ouch! That makes it seem very transactional. From, from an outside perspective, I feel like you guys would still yeah. end up together if you had a two. I think so too. I, yeah. yeah, you guys seem you great that, together. Joe, then you're not like yeah. you're not yeah. like, oh, that was your answer, Johnny. Oof. <laughs> I hate to well, tell you this, but yeah. I, I've known Chris a little bit longer, and <laughs> you could have done better. <laughs> She could do better. You hit a home run. She got like a bunt single. What was that? That's the How I Met Your Mother where they have this whole thing about the Reacher and the Settler. Yeah, One the Reacher and the, the Settler, yeah. Is the, is the person who's beyond their station and the other person is the one who's who's basically reaching under their station and could have done better. Which I have yet to see an example where that is maybe not the case. You know, you don't always know the intimate details of someone's relationship, but it always feels like you can spot the reacher and the settler. <laughs> oh, so Joe, <laughs> who's the reacher oh, and now... settler in your relationship? <laughs> oh, I, I'm the reacher for sure. <laughs> Which is why I'm not sure if given to do it over again at the same time in her life, Amanda would still marry me. Did, did you catch her at a low point where she had a lot of low self-esteem and you, you hopped on no. that? No, I didn't. At least not that I'm aware of. Did like... you neg her? Like, just reduce her <laughs> self-esteem to where she she just settled for you? Is that what you're Did saying? you we, wear a we big do. hat at some we, point? We do joke a lot about how I tricked her into marrying me. <laughs> Is it like a Rumpelstiltskin situation? Yeah, you know, or... with the with the whole surprise wedding and her, you know, not oh, yes, really that's getting true. to think about it. I did trick her. But, so we joke <laughs> a lot about that. But, you know, when we dated, she was set. She was happy on her own, but she was set that she wanted to date somebody. She had like a list of criteria. And I, you know, through meeting me and getting to know me, I met most of those criteria. So, yeah, it went from there. And she wanted to get married super bad. She wanted to marry me so hard. I married uh, you, so I know. But Amanda's also about like trying new things and new experiences. So I feel like if she had it to do over again and she remembered this marriage, she might try something different. She might just mix it up. She got the marriage, so she tried it out. She already got this relationship. Yeah, she did this relationship. She might go in a different direction if she had it to do over. I don't know. That's an interesting idea. Like you can go back and like try it again. But Chris's station was withering, and her <laughs> she was tell. she was getting all dried up. So she those, those she, eggs, she didn't those have eggs a, were drying <laughs> up. She did not have a lot of leeway to. <laughs> <laughs> her opportunities are real limited. She has a BA in English, <laughs> which is just a piece of paper. It's like there's Literally. nothing to that. It's not worth the paper it's printed on. <laughs> you have one of those too. You have two of those, Joe. You know. Yeah, I have a couple of pieces of paper that are aren't worth much. <laughs> that say English. <laughs> they say English on them. Um, which brings us to the final question of the evening. Um, oh yeah, which was a real. This was the wild card question. I felt like this was like this is the one. This is the whimsy one. We've done some serious ones, but let's have a fun and, one. Here's a goodie. <laughs> While he was at the airport, Jack Clark tried to get a date for me, and he asked five girls whether they'd go out with me tonight. 
Now, do you think he found one who is absolutely sure that she wants to go out with me? I thought, oh, one person. This is obviously, like, a joke one. She should say no, because the whole thing is kind of set up like a big punchline. Yeah, yeah that she, seems like a She setup. could this say like no, softball. and then the second guesser could disagree and get his prize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it did. It seemed like it did seem like a softball, but she was mm-hmm. she took it too seriously. Like mm, one out of five. Mm, yeah, yeah. And even the second guesser was like, "Ooh, this is the one where she had to think about it." She was like, mm-hmm. ah, "One out of five women would." It's like I've been watching you. you this whole well, half hour, and I don't know <laughs> that I would want to, but I'm sure one out of five would want to. I mean, to. there's, there's <laughs> got to be a oof. One there's got to be five? some poor poor thing <laughs> desperate enough. <laughs> But how it was worded, it they made it sound like it was a it was obvious that no one was going to say yes because everything else has been three out of five. Right. I think they and overestimated then, this guy's like general knowledge base, like that people would know who he was, or they knew exactly that nobody would know him. <laughs> That seems like yeah, too that, much of a that setup. was part of it. It was like yeah. some uh, people did not know who Jack Carter was. I think most was. of them were like, I don't know who that is. Well, Jack I mean, some Carter? people some people seem to recognize the name but didn't know him personally, so yeah. they wouldn't date yeah. someone they haven't met. Like so uh, that that was a factor. And then the last one was like, sure, yeah, but the last woman, I think it was the last woman. <laughs> it was tricked yeah, into she, it. She was told Jack Carter is twenty seven years old. <laughs> Like, well, yeah. how old is he? Like, oh yeah, he's 27 years old. I was like, there's sure. no fucking way he's no. 27. <laughs> if he's 27 years old, oh my God. Well, he's 58 if he's a day. I, I looked it up at the time. He was born in 1922. So oh, do the math wow. of what how old he was in 1969. 45, is that right? No. Oh Jesus, that's a hard 45. Fuck. No. Calculator now I, now I can't do it. I don't do math in my head anymore. I'm an adult, so fuck that. Yeah. 47? Right. 47, you're right, Joe. Yeah. God, that's a hard... I hope I don't look like that when I'm 47. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's it's a, a hard rough, 47. It's a, it's, a, it's a rough 47 for old mm. Jack. Is he still alive? Yeah. Anyone uh, no, up? he died in 2015 at the age of 90-something. Wow. Ugh. Brenda Vaccaro's still kicking. She's yep. still... Mm-hmm. Uh, She's still doing, there. She's still acting. Well, because still. she was like 27 at the time of the yep. filming. <laughs> she was. She was a lot younger. But they're both. Uh, both. Both of them were Brooklynites, by the way. As I looked it up, I did see that she was born in Brooklyn, but she lived in like Texas for most of her life. Yep, mm-hmm. and then she came back to New York for school because she went. She actually has like a acting pedigree, and so did a bunch mm-hmm. of Broadway. So, yes. She did a bunch of Broadway before she got Midnight Cowboy. That makes sense. Why there's gaps in her early acting career. She was spacing it out with stage acting. Yeah. yeah. She's slumming it on the stage. So yes, one poor woman agreed to go on a date with Jack Carter, which I'm sure he tried to actually make happen. <laughs> he was technically married at the time. It was time. like, you get her information, right? Yeah, we're going to hook got up that, later. Yeah. You, got, you got that information? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost a lot of weight in the divorce. I could use a... Oh, yeah, that was one of his jokes. A little strumpet. Like, did, yeah. did you gain weight in your marriage? He's like, yeah, but I lost it in the divorce. Yeah, I lost a lot of weight in the divorce, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, garbage. Assuming that he lost the wife, right? That's the joke there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Let's lost explain the, his humor here. He, he gained he gained the the weight of a wife in the marriage and lost the weight of a wife in the divorce. I'm like, oh, yay, good for you, Jack. <laughs> wow, she's a thing. I think I know the answer, maybe from both of you guys. But would you green light second guessers for a full series? Oh no, it needs a real format reboot. the The questions are rough, and just like the second guesser element, like I said, there needs to be a prize tier. And I think it needs to be more, I don't know, the audience participation felt pretty low. Honestly? Yeah, it, it would be better if, like, there was a an audience member was the guest, 
Yes. Or, or there were two audience members as guests, and we like threw out the celebrity guest <laughs> thing. It would be great um, if it was like two audience members as a guest, and then he had like a panel of celebrities. Celebrities? That maybe would be like maybe in a Maybe in an, uh, uh, maybe a tic-tac-toe grid. No. No, I'm thinking more like to... two rows. <laughs> and basically, you had them ask a question mm-hmm. to the contestant, and they had to like match the other... Yeah, it needed to be very much more audience-based yeah. and, and yeah. not celebrity. Like, the mm-hmm. celebrity could be cut-ins. You could, like, oh, mm-hmm. we asked this celebrity. What did they think? And then mm-hmm. they could show yeah, the whole Yeah, the whole yes-no thing was not very no. exciting. So, honestly, I I would have greenlit it with... Conditions? They, yeah. Honestly, I like the dynamic between the host and the man on the field. Yep. Like, that actually felt good. They need to do something about the audience it didn't feel like, very participatory who is this for that's my next question if mm-hmm. i was like the ease the executive i'd be like who the fuck is watching this show who is this show made for is it made for bored housewives who are like i fucking hate my fat money hoarding husband mm-hmm. <laughs> or like <laughs> who is this there's there's something fun about even us asking each other well would you do that yeah like yeah, that's, I think I think that's, that's the real book. charm of the show is the, uh-huh. the kind of thought experiment that comes behind mm-hmm. these questions. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't mind the questions and that whole aspect of it if there was more discussion maybe about it, like fewer questions and more discussion. And then we yeah. go to the man in the field. So I would green light it probably with a different host. It's like yeah, I, really, host I really did not care for our host, Jack. And like I said, I think it's his humor stylus, that real fast pace, quick witted, sharp barbs. And I think the audience would always not be with him on a lot of it, but would know he's insulting them. That's the kind of like humor he's got. That it's real fast, he's on to the next joke, and then you're still processing the last one and going, Wait, I don't think you were being very nice to me. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's no Bob Barker. Like No. Drawing he, people in and having a great time. He he's a bit acerbic, and so I would I would go with a more genial host, like you know, a Wayne Brady or a Drew Carey, or I don't know if we're gonna. Who was who was always the center square on? Ooh, I don't celebrity. remember. It's, a match uh, game. Yeah, uh, no, not, not match, match game. game. Okay, the the tic tac toe um, game, whatever yeah. that one was. Yeah, um, I'm making the hint to it. Oh, oh my gosh! No, why am I blanking on too? Andrew's got to Google it now. Yep, I'm googling. RuPaul uh, always tries to remake all these on his shows. <laughs> that's basically right. if you watch RuPaul like I do he's just hey, basically if, trying if, to remake all these 80s shows that he celebrity if RuPaul celebrity squares oh yeah if RuPaul rebooted Second Guessers I would definitely watch <laughs> oh he would be probably brilliant at it I would also go with the drag queen version of this whatever whatever uh, RuPaul decides to yeah all the know, contestants drag. are drag queens yeah and then they, you get an audience at Second Guesses yeah sure that would, okay okay I'm kind of into this what about like a Dick Cabot I think he'd have fun as with a it. host yeah, the host of Second mm-hmm. Guessers. All right. Do we have to pick from 1969 or can we like transport? I was thinking, like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Whoever. Is this if, if, we, if we did it today, who's the host? I'm going I was thinking RuPaul. more like, I, I was like thinking RuPaul. more like of the time. RuPaul yeah. would be a fun choice. Yeah. If it were today, it would be, RuPaul would be fun. Because it's serving the tea, baby. That's what you know. You're it's some shit. I like they're, that they're tea. giving random like sitcom stars game shows now. It mm. might be fun to do like Matthew Perry as the host of Second Guessers. <laughs> <laughs> Because I be think fun. he has, I think he has that sarcastic acerbic wit, but he would do it in mm-hmm. a fun way. Yeah, it wouldn't feel like it was at the audience. Yeah, it he, would not he would be mean spirited, targeted at the 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 people giving the answers or any of the uh, the state crew. Like throw Tom Lennon in there or uh, Ben Garant. <laughs> That'd be fun. Okay, I get that. Like, 
you want someone... anyone but Kevin Allison. I, I listen to his podcast and I have to skip over the Kevin Allison bits. <laughs> it's like I love the podcast, but I can't listen to him talk. <laughs> Basically, with fast wit is good, but it has to be more self deprecating. Yeah, yeah like, that would he, be good. He wasn't deprecating at all. He feels mean, but yeah, that's yeah. why he would be perfect in the roast. I get uh, why this guy was on like twenty nine celebrity roasts from mm-hmm. Dean Martin. He's got that smart, fast, punchy humor, but it was mean. Are you guys ready for our next segment? Okay, you got it. Yeah, let's let's hear what the next segment is. We cause... we know who the first celebrity guest would would be because it's she's in the pilot. But who would the second celebrity guest be on episode two? I mean, he so, says he says he it right says, at the end. Uh-huh. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. I he says it. Zaza Gabor. Yeah, he says Zaza. Still tune in next week for Zaza Gabor. I think he was just throwing a name out. I don't think uh-huh. it was really Zaza Gabor. I don't think they had her lined up for the second. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if it's second not episode, her, but... then who who would it have been? You know, just because we were talking about with, uh, uh, I'm gonna go Goldie Hawn because we were talking about. Oh, laughing. sure, laughing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do the laughing tie-in if they're willing to pull. You know, controversial shows. Laughing would be a good one. Uh... And she could be like, Sock it to me, baby. <laughs> Charles Manson. <laughs> we got a we got a, a lovely young gentleman. I hear he's an aspiring musician. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler. Oh, <wait. laughs> an aspiring artist. Aspiring artist. <laughs> Andrew, what um, do you think? I'm working on it. In 1969, uh, who would who would you pull? Now you got to think of somebody from 1969. Roger yeah, Mag- Robert Roger Robert Magnamara, architect of the Vietnam War. <laughs> the guy from Get Smart. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that would be kind of a fun one. It'd be fun. Um, now, would it always be a male female, or would he at some point have two men on? I feel like the the format that they're setting up was a male host female celebrity i feel like they would mix it up mix it up i feel at like some it would point. be men so like they were able to pull get someone from a rather it was a major film. film yeah yeah assuming they have the budget to keep on doing that i could see like jack nicholson Ooh, earlier sure, that'd be fine okay, early yeah. jack mm-hmm. nicholson yeah or if you want to go <laughs> those more... questions would have been amazing to ask jack nicholson because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's kind of a piece of garbage <laughs> <laughs> So, Jack, do you think uh, women know how much their their husbands make? No, nah, I think bitches don't know <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> they don't know nothing a good slap in the face won't teach them. <laughs> That's just his answer to all of this. If you could wake up and do it all over again, Jack, would you do it again? Fuck yeah, I'd do it all <laughs> You know how many women yeah. I get? Wrong person to put on the show. Yeah. I know you said second guest. Are you planning on doing another uh-oh. Like what? Andrew, what they're holding on to his real gem here. Guess he's not giving it up. Nope, nope. This is it. So if you got a if you got a big one, let me know right now. He's not so, gonna know. Who do you reboot like, it? If I were to do, I think someone like a Robin Williams or an Andy Kaufman. Oh, would that would also be, be so good. Good, but oh. they're like a little bit past sixty nine. They yeah, were like there was a little bit later. 70s. Andy mm-hmm. Kaufman would never have done it. Oh, he would have done it, but he would have yeah, like totally no. fucked with everything. There's no I way know. he would have taken it seriously. It would have been exactly, amazing. Exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been incredible if Andy Kaufman did more game shows. <laughs> I think you, they Joe? didn't do that just knowing that he yeah. would mm-hmm. there's no way he would play nice. What about you? What about you, Joe? Who's who's the second guess of second guessers? I happen to know for a fact that the second guess of second guessers is Andrew Kropel because we're going to play it right now. Oh, oh no! I turn around. All right, we're here. It is. It is it's time for second guessers. Celebrity. Celebrity second guessers. Andrew, welcome to the show. Welcome to second guessers. Thank you. Johnny's going to serve as our second guesser. You can tell us whether you agree or disagree with with Andrew's guesses. So, Andrew, we asked five young people in the field 
if they were 100% sure they would get away with it, would they kill their boss? What do you think the majority of people said? I'm going to say no. All right, Andrew says no. We're going to lock that in. Johnny, our second guesser, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I, I'm, you know, it's my first time. <laughs> first time, long time. First time, long time. Do you think Andrew's right or wrong? Well, if I could kill my boss and not, and, and there's no consequences. Yep, 100% sure you're going to get away with it. 100% sure I'm going to get away with it. Well, then I, I'm actually going to go against him and say people would kill their bosses. So you think he's incorrect? I think he's incorrect. What's what's the prize? I want to know what well, I'm for. Well, if you're correct, you're, we're going to send you on a six-week Alaskan cruise. Fuck. <laughs> now I know I'm wrong. Take it away, Joe. Thanks, Joe. I'm here with five trendy young hipster peoples, and we're going to play second guessers. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Let's do it. Sure. First, we have Mr. Robert Davidson. How's it going, Robert? Oh, it's going great. It's uh, it's past my bedtime, which means I am really living it up right now. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Are you ready to play second guessers? I at least eighty percent. All right, Robert. If you were one hundred percent sure that you would get away with it, would you kill your boss? Oh, oh no! For the first time ever, I've actually got a cool boss. I can't. Not this one. No. Awesome. Tyler Pastoris, how's it going? It's going, man. How are you? I am living the dream. Oh Tyler. God, the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, if you were 100% sure you would get away with it, would you kill your boss? If you had asked me that question three years ago, it would be a resounding yes. If you had asked me that question two years ago, it would have been a resounding yes. This what? year, I got to go with Robert. My boss is too cool. He's too empathetic. He's too relatable, uh, not to mention he's younger than I am. And because he's younger than I am, I have so much to learn from him, not necessarily regarding work, but in, but in terms of just, you know, life and how people see the world. So I'm going to have to go with a no on this one. All right. No. Next, we have Christy Van Hoey. How's it going? Hey, hey. Going pretty well. Uh, I, I'm also past my bedtime, but I'm also still working right now. So there's that. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's nice to be working in the apocalypse. Yeah. Truth. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Christy, if you were 100% sure you would get away with it, would you kill your boss? Definitely not. Um, I also have a really cool boss, actually leader. I don't have any bosses. We all have leaders. Um, I know we're one of those trendy companies, um, but I, I really love them. And like Tyler, if if you had asked me that maybe this time last year, I absolutely was, <laughs> would have said, yeah, go ahead. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There you have it, Joe. Three, three questions, three no's. Back to you. Thanks, Joe. So there you go, Andrew. You were right. Not getting hey. an Alaskan cruise. No, you don't get the Alaskan cruise, Johnny, but maybe <laughs> we can do better on the next round of second guessers. Are you ready? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Question two, Andrew. We asked five people in the field, do you think you could survive one full year in a zombie apocalypse? What do you think the majority of our contestants said? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> I think they went with no. All right. Yep, I'm going to say no again, because yep. I know for a fact I would be dead on day three. Before if, the zombies even got to me. And if you die, then for sure our other people don't think they could survive I either. I also know people are smart, therefore they understand that we are soft creatures nowadays that can't live out in the woods for a whole year. All right. Uh, we're going to go to our second guesser, John Stahl. 
Do you I, think Andrew's right or wrong? Do you I, think that I think our... I could survive in the zombie apocalypse pretty well, and I think enough people who watch Walking Dead think they would be a Daryl. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go against Andrew and say yes. Yes, people think they could survive a year in the zombie So you think Andrew's incorrect? I think he's incorrect. What am I playing for, Joe? <laughs> Please be a real doll. I'm very desperate for company. <laughs> well, Johnny, if you're right, we're going to send you on a trip to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> People have more confidence. Take it away, Joe. Thanks, Joe. We're back with our experts in the field. Next, we have uh, Mr. Jordy Davidson. How's it going, Jordy? I mean, in 2020 adjusted terms, it's going pretty well. Excellent. Excellent. Jordy, do you think you could survive for one full year in a zombie apocalypse? Ooh, yeah, probably not. I need to work on that. Got to have a contingency plan. Got to have gotta, a zombie contingency I, plan. I don't have my SARP ready right now. It's still in, in uh, progress. Excellent. Excellent. And then uh, Mr. Ben Davidson. How's it going, Ben? It's going all right. It's going all right. Uh, this is not past my my bedtime, unlike about half the panel here. So. <laughs> it is definitely past mine. All right, Ben. Do you think – oh, sorry. Yeah, do you think you could survive for one full year in a zombie apocalypse? It would be a toss-up. I'm going to go ahead and be optimistic and say yes, but uh, there would be a few weeks there where I was weaning off my, my, my meds that would be – uh, pretty rough. That'd oh, be pretty sure. rough. Yeah. And if, if if I broke my glasses, I'd be fucked. <laughs> well, there we go. Yes, from Ben, the optimist. Robert, my man, do you mm-hmm. think you could survive for one full year in a zombie apocalypse? I mean, if we're going full zombie apocalypse, no freaking way. I would lose the batteries to all my mobile devices. I would have no video games, no meds. Uh, I would probably have my dogs, and that would be cool, but I would be... Yeah, it wouldn't be good. No freaking way, Robert says. <laughs> Tyler Pistorius, do you think you could survive for one full year in a zombie apocalypse? Unfortunately, the answer is yes. Oh, and I say, un- and I say, unfortunately, because my survival instinct is uh, completely unparalleled to any aspect of me. And <laughs> even without video games and without movies and without computers or as uh, 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 Don Amici, uh, I'm sorry, uh, gosh, what was, I forgot who it was. I said the pronounced computers. I think it was like, I think it was Don Amici. It might be with somebody else. Uh, without all those things, my body just won't quit, even if my mind has completely given up. So all I think right. no matter what, as I will probably end up surviving it, even if it's completely against my own will. Just, uh, <laughs> just you and the cockroaches out there keeping each other company. A very it's me and the cockroaches and Keith Richards is what's going to be. A very not optimistic <laughs> yes from Tyler. Love it. I mean, I mean, if, if I do, if I, if it is me and the cockroaches, and we run to Keith Richards, I'll at least learn how to smoke them and get high off of them. <laughs> Like that Robert Williams joke, you know, I smoke junk, you know that? <laughs> Fucking crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, then we need to go to Christy for the tiebreaker. Christy, do you think you could survive for one full year in a zombie apocalypse? I certainly couldn't. No, I would be able to survive maybe at least a month or two. Um, but that's only because I have my partner, Andrew, with me and he knows all of the cool places to be able to stay. But as far as like running from zombies or anything like that, I'm out. I'm toast. Oh, certainly not. So there you have it, Joe. The answer is no from the panel. Oh. Thanks, Joe. I feel like Christy <laughs> should have more confidence in herself. Yeah, she. that was a surprising Did, one to me as well. Didn't she but, like, sorry. run in a marathon or a 5K or something like that? She, she does a lot of 5Ks, yes. Uh-huh. 
Um, okay. But she still doesn't think she can handle it. She doesn't think she can oh. manage it. I forgot about medicine. Yeah, I'd be screwed. <laughs> He's <laughs> like three days. Yeah, the, me- like, the, meds days. Are, the meds are a really good point. <laughs> like that is the reason why I know I would die in like day three because like I can't even think of stuff that I need to know to survive. You know, I would try you- and drink bleach for hydration <laughs> and, and disinfectant. <laughs> yeah. Are Are you ready for the next round, Andrew? Definitely. This is fun. All right. Have we asked five people in the field if they've ever dated a coworker? What do you think the majority of them said? I'm gonna go with yes. Andrew says yes. The majority of our field team, our panel, have dated a coworker. Second guesser, John, do you agree or disagree? Well, that's a tough call because uh, you're not supposed to uh, eat where you shit. But I'm gonna go with Andrew with the yes on this one. All right. Well, if you're right, we're gonna give you a shiny new toaster. Ooh, toast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I can eat all that toast and bagels <laughs> during the zombie apocalypse <laughs> with my real doll in the zombie apocalypse. Take it away, Joe. Thanks, Joe. We're back here in the field. This time we're starting off with uh, Mr. Tyler Pistorius. Okay. Tyler, are you ready? Yes, are I you am. Sure. Uh, no, but we're going to do it anyway. Tyler, have you ever dated a coworker? No. Ooh, big, big hard no. <laughs> That's a big hard no. (laughs) That's a a big hard no. Do not, do not defecate where you eat. (laughs) That is my philosophy. All right, great. Let's let's jump around a little bit. Jordy Davidson, have you ever dated a coworker? I listen. I agree one hundred percent with Tyler, and as far as philosophy goes, uh, but the answer is unquestionably yes. (laughs) (laughs) Several times. Oh, repeat offender. I'm a big uh, do as I say, not as I do kind of person. <laughs> just that's just me. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Christy, have you ever dated a coworker? Yes, and it did not end well. That is a theme. We call that a theme here on Second Guessers. <laughs> <laughs> it did not end well, and we don't talk about it much anymore. So there's that. Uh, ben, have you ever I, dated a coworker? I don't believe so. I don't never believe has. So. Oh man, a split field here. We have to go to Robert. Robert, have you ever dated a coworker? Yes, twice. The first one worked out all right. We're still friends. The second one could have been really awful if not for a sudden uptick in my minutes. <laughs> uh, do I think it's a good idea? No. No, I don't think it's a good idea at all. <laughs> so there you have it, Joe and Andrew. It's a yes, but with some caveats. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Joe. So good job, Andrew. You're three for three. And good job, yeah. Johnny. You're one, one for three. One for three. I got a shiny new toaster. <laughs> you get a shiny new toaster? Let's see what we can play for in round four. Andrew, we asked five people if they would help their best friend dispose of a dead body. What do you think the majority of them said? Hmm. Okay. On the one hand, if they are taking this seriously, the answer is probably no. However, they are taking this as kind of a joke, the answer would be yes, I think. You can't answer both. So, (laughs) what is this, the list of shame? Um, (laughs) This is my game show host voice. I'm going to say yes. Yes, the majority yes. of them would help their best friend dispose of a dead body. Mm-hmm. Second guesser, John, what do you think? Well, I, I don't need to hesitate, unlike Andrew. I would definitely help you dispose of Andrew's body, Joe. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. So, but do you think the majority of our uh, our second guessers in the field agree with you? Agree yes. with Andrew? Yes, yes, I do. I think they would absolutely help to dispose of a body. Well, if you're correct, we're going to give you this brand new automatic pencil sharpener. What? Take it away, Joe. Thanks, Joe. We're back here on Zoom, the the Zoom International Museum of Zoom. (laughs) I'm just disappointed you didn't get a donkey guest star for us tonight. No, you no can donkey. pay for a donkey guest star. No donkey. Oh, I thought star. I was. I thought I was the donkey. It's a, oh. Tyler was as close as I could get. But for round four, we're going to start with Mr. Jordy Davidson. Jordy, it would you help your best friend dispose of a dead body? Absolutely. We have actually Absolutely. discussed plans of how we would do that in different situations. So we we've got that plan set up pretty pretty Great. well. Great, great. Yes for Jordy. Let's go up to Robert. Same question. Would you help your best friend dispose of a dead body? Oh, sure. I mean, I couldn't lie about it afterward, but, you know, it's a good time to catch up. You know, see how things dispose of it, then turn him in. Like, hey, sorry, man. I mean, only if they ask. If the police never come around, you know, nobody ever finds out. I'm just going to have a guilty conscience and tell my therapist. A bad poker face. (laughs) Great. Mm -hmm. Um, then let's jump down to Ben. Ben, would you help your best friend dispose of a dead body? Um, probably not, but only because I, th- I think it would be particularly icky. I have you have ick issues. I have ick issues. It's, All right. I I might you know stand back and help like project manage the process. I might be uh, disposal adjacent, but I don't know that I could get my hands in there, so to speak. Yeah, you never worked a full in food service, job. son. <laughs> I've I, I I have scooped uh, human vomit out of uh, a car door, and that's as close as I want to get to someone's insides ever again. So uh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then let's pop up to Christy. Christy, would you help your best friend dispose of a dead body? Yes, but I'm not telling you who, and I'm not telling you how. Well, I'm flat. <laughs> I'm flattered anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So there you have it, Joe and Andrew. The answer is yes. They would help their friends dispose of a dead body. That's good. Thanks, Joe. Good job. Good job, guys. Good job to our our celebrity guest and our second guesser. Well, thank you. you. Got one more round for you. Oh, 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 I have my finger on the pulse of society. You are. You're killing it, literally, and disposing of the bodies. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, my I think Andrew's four for four on this one. He is. Yeah, he is. But who's keeping track, you know? <laughs> you get no prizes, no matter how oh, yeah, you that's do. That's the other thing, right? This deck, the, somebody guess gets nothing out of this. Oh, the money. There's money? There's money? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd known there was money. They're not paying me. Andrew, we asked our panel of five hip, trendy experts if they think they are smarter than the average person. What do you think the majority of them said? Yeah, I think with the hip, trendy people... Most of us think that we're smarter than average. All right. Second guesser, John, do you agree with Andrew that most of our panel think they are smarter than the average person? Well, I know some of the people on the panel, and I'm going to say no. I'm going to go against I'm going to go against Andrew on this one. I'm going to say that they don't feel that they're smarter. Well, if you're correct, we're going to give you a swift kick in the groin. Because <laughs> I'm a dick. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's free. <laughs> that means the prize is really good. If the prize is really good, I wouldn't have gotten it right. I know. 
Thanks, Joe. We're back here in the International Museum of Zoom. For our final round, we're going to start with Tyler. Okay. Tyler, do you think you are smarter than the average person? Oh, boy. I'm going to say yes, but it's not a good thing. <laughs> I, I feel like I know enough about how things work to where it's made me a miserable sack of a human being. And I wish I could go back to being average. <laughs> so, like, it's a yes. But when it comes to the caveats, it has all the caveats. A sad yes from Tyler. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a, very, a really, really, really sad yes. Let's, let's go down to Jordy D. Jordy, do you believe you are personally smarter than the average person? No, smarter has changed meanings over the years. So, How, like, However you define it. Yes, probably. But no in other ways. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I, 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 mean, you, I, I need. You, I, I need a yes I, or no. I agree with that. Yes on balance, no. yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah, on balance, I'm, I'm with you there. Then let's uh, let's go to Robert next. Robert, do you believe you are smarter than the average person? Yes, but with a surprising lack of an ability to apply it. i'm with you there too (laughs) i have intelligence not aptitude (laughs) so there you have it joe and andrew the answer is yes they all think they're smarter than the average person which includes you two (laughs) whether or not that's true especially in my case is completely up for debate but there you go (laughs) I want to thank our panelists for joining us today. Take it away, Joe and Andrew. Thanks, Joe. And thanks again to our panelists. And in a big twist, Andrew was right and Johnny was wrong. And you still win a swift kick in the groin. Oh, the prize is <laughs> you, it. We're sending you, just you win complimentary five. kicks to the groin. <laughs> you win five kicks to the groin. <laughs> One or no, you were both panel. right. That's what it was. You were both right. No. I, I no. guess that people would, would say no. I, I knew enough of the panel. I figured oh, their crippling right. self-esteem was, would. That's right. Andrew was right and John was wrong. Andrew got five for five. Five for five for Andrew. I know your friends better. He knows knows the human condition. (laughs) He's there. I guess I'll enjoy my toaster. Friends too. (laughs) Your toaster and your pencil sharpener. Toaster and Mm -hmm. pencil sharpener. But you don't get the swift kick to the groin. Well, Andrew can have that then. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything you guys want to uh, plug or recommend as we wrap up? Oh boy, I always supposed to think of these ahead of time and I and I never do. Um, so, I, I oh. always plug this show, or I always plug the Word Salad Radio Network. It's great. I love it. Cadavercast is awesome. Put some money towards it. It's Give them some Patreon money. It's awesome. Yes, please. We think um, it's awesome, too. Yeah. The, you, you giving us money. The yeah. show's meh. The, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're hit or miss. <laughs> some of them are skippable. I have a podcast coming out here soon called American Garbage Museum. In the not-too-distant future, next Sunday AD. Yep, Exactly. Uh, where I talk about basically the garbage of America. So Wait, we're a shining a bit city s- on the hill, Andrew. Shining, um, yeah, th- th- we're we're shining. All right, the streets um, are paved uh, with actual street. Yeah. The, the streets <laughs> are paved with cheese, according to those mice I watched. The so the, the railroads coming through any day now. We are definitely built on a hill of. A bunch of corpses. Uh, listen we never to that. Say what the hill is made of. Yeah, exactly. And the railroad was put there by slave labor. So, yay, we get to talk about stuff like that. Twenty twenty, baby. Cool. Oh yeah. 
Butt Stuff mm-hmm. 2020. I don't know if I've recommended on the show, but I would recommend The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix. It's written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. I will watch anything oh, Aaron will, Sorkin puts yeah. his name on. Absolutely. No hesitation. And it's it's not the best Aaron Sorkin, but I really liked it. It's got a great ensemble cast. It's an important story to tell, um, especially in 2020 with protests and riots and all that. So go check it out and see how horribly flawed our system is and always has been. I also have a plug. I just realized that isn't me. I've been playing Among Us. Oh, that's which a, is, I, I want to play that game really bad. Yeah, it's free on iOS or uh, Android on mobile, and it is like four bucks on Steam. So it's basically the game Mafia or Werewolf. Um, oh, okay. Where yeah. you are in a spaceship or other themed sort of places. One of the themes is a remote ice station. And you all of a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Where you have to go and complete tasks. If you're a crewmate or if you're an imposter, you have to kill people. Oh, that sounds really fun. Yeah, yeah. everybody I talk to Mm -hmm. says it's a really fun game. Yeah, it's it's difficult. But yeah. Cool. Go play it. It's fun. Get a group of friends. You need like about ten people. Uh that's the best way how to play it. So that way you don't have to deal with jerks. Well, I got one in Andrew. We're getting long, so I want to wrap us up with hoping people will follow us on Twitter at Word Salad Radio. Join the Word Salad Radio Heads Facebook group on Facebook. As Johnny said, please contribute to the Patreon to get ex- exclusive content and help us out, help us keep things going. Or just write us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends about us. We appreciate it. So thanks, you guys, for doing this and humoring my uh, my attempt at a second guessers. Oh, it was fun. It was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I I was very happy with how it turned out. I'm very happy with how the episode turned out. Thanks Mm -hmm. for listening at home. We'll see you next time. Good night, Andrew. Good night, me. Second Guessers is a Bob Stewart production. Transportation was furnished by Pershing Rent-A-Car, South Florida's exclusive car rental agency. Facilities provided by Hotel Plaza, winter home of the Kenley Players.